Welcome to the Anime Enthusiast Podcast. I am the hostess with the most is Zach. And joining me as always, we got Mason. Hello. Renan. Hi. And a new face to the group. Introduce yourself right now. What's up? I'm Justin. All righty. Well, happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to have you. Glad to have you, Justin. So... Today's topic of anime. Well, of course, we talk about anime all the time, but specifically, how has your anime tastes and preferences changed over the years from when you first got into it to now? We kind of covered this on our last episode where we started off with with like our first anime that we kind of got into. Justin, would you like a quick catch up on that and tell us the first anime you watched and... Uh, Tell us about it. Well, I <laughs> I come from a household that just did not know what anime was. It was probably just the style that was on Sonic the Hedgehog or Ninja Turtles on like four kids. I don't know if you guys remember that, oh, yeah. but it was Saturday morning, Saturday morning. Sonic yeah. X and Mega Man Battle Network. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's where it was. But I, I didn't even know what anime was. I just thought like, oh, this is a cool style. It looks like a comic book a little bit. But then uh, my friend who was like, I guess like a weeb at the time. No, not, not really <laughs> like that. Like, oh, like, ooh. Like it wasn't like that. It was his family. I don't know. Like they're religious, but it's like they were like religiously. They have DVDs of just every Dragon Ball Z disc set when things like just weren't streamable. They just had it all on the shelf and they had Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Bleach. Uh, His dad was really into Bleach, but because I was new to this whole thing, I know it's technically not called an anime, but the first actual anime type genre show that I watched was Avatar The Last Airbender. And I kind of pride myself on being that was like the first somewhat uh, anime genre show that I watched. And because it is such a great show, I feel like I was spoiled right off the bat. And it was he was so this dude was so exclusive. I called him a hipster and he's like, I'm not a hipster. I'm not into coffee and like short jeans. And I was like, no, no, you're just you want to be the guy that introduced me to anime. And so it's like I can only watch it with him. I can't watch it on my own. It has to be from like him. Like he's the source. He's watched it. And I'm like the new person coming to his house and his big old couch is like, I'm ready to watch it. So, is it still like that? Oh, well, like with like COVID and everything, and he's off doing his own thing. Uh, <laughs> his family still does this. They don't watch like they can't watch certain anime episodes. Doesn't matter what it is. If like a new Dragon Ball Z, they literally can't watch the next episode with like, all of the, all of the family members have to be there for this one. So back to to my experience, it was having to go to their house and watch that. They actually it was so weird because uh, he was my best friend. His dad and, and my dad actually worked together at the same place. They actually had a conversation like, are you fine with your son watching anime? I don't care. As long as it's not that like weird stuff. He's like, well, what's weird? I don't know. <laughs> the <laughs> he whole, totally knew. The reason why we don't watch anime at my house, that reason. He was like, oh, OK. Which that was just, you know, undisclosed. It was, you know, there was no reason. He was just like, oh, yeah, anime is a little bit weird. Something seeing, tells me that your dad has only seen the weird animes. <laughs> I, I, I think he's just he's seen like what a, a weeb looks like. And he's just like, no, you're a freak. It's just the, all anime people are like this. <laughs> I was going to say the four people at this table. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uncomfortably. Diverge. diverge. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong as I slowly fade out my volume. <laughs> and uh, thank you for coming to this week's podcast. Right. <laughs> After I watched Avatar The Last Airbender and it took so long to get through, I was in the early 2000s and had like access to Nickelodeon and I had to wait till the next week, the next time I went to, and spend the night at his house to binge a couple episodes of Avatar. And I loved it, but it took forever to get through season like fire. And I had to like rewatch it like in like the late years because there was so much I like what there's even some episodes where we were watching it one two in the morning and I'd fall asleep I'm like I don't remember this episode when is Aang 
just trapped in the spirit world with this giant panda bear thing. When when was I asleep <laughs> during this? It's like a plot point I wouldn't miss. It's like what? <laughs> what's what's your anime look like now? Now, okay, yeah. so I am I am just notoriously terrible with keeping up with shows. They're like, oh, have you watched? I actually really liked the beginning of One Piece, and then somehow uh, someone told me, yeah, it's like they're still making episodes. I'm like, I mean, this series came out fair, in like ninety nine. It's been going on yes. two months younger than I am. I'm twenty. Right. It's, it's on its final arc now in the manga, so it's like two arcs away. I actually picked up manga. I think it was one where like Django, the dude with the hypno disc and stuff, was like just beating the crap out oh. of Luffy. Oh, back with uh, the 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 cat pirates. Oh, what are uh, they called? Uh, uh, it was a uh, foxy. No, 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 no. Django the hypnotist from yeah. the from Kuro the 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 black the, the 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 butler that turned out to be the pirate captain. Oh, oh, the guy that like moved his glasses up with his palms so he doesn't stab himself in the face. <laughs> Time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that was when I started watching on my own. And then someone told me uh, this. This is like a couple years later. I started watching anime for myself. And I was like, oh, I have a subscription. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like your strong Netflix at the independent time. anime. Watcher. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm watching it on <laughs> myself. No we we are so proud. Of you. So proud. <laughs> it's a choice I made. And, yeah, I, and I'm so brave. I, I really liked One Piece, like the whole like I think it may be the first season or I don't even know how long the season is, but it was the one where they fight the, the shark people and the shark. And they were like so. OP they're just whipping Nami and everyone nice. around and then somehow you know Luffy I, always ends up on top I know what show it was I know <laughs> <laughs> One Piece <laughs> yes I and so yeah, right. for those of you who are having trouble following it is still One Piece it's still One Piece the, still the one amount piece. of sharks that met, that pun intended this show <laughs> jumps like <laughs> They go to the sky, they go underwater, they have like a rocket ship at one point in their ship. They fight the undead. Oh. Then they go back underwater. So I have a confession. I've never watched One Piece. It's what? a pirate show. It's a pirate it's show? A pir- I would have never thought it was a pirate show, to be honest. Yeah. I, I honestly thought One Piece was like a big Buster Sword main character nah, type it, show. It's, it's a rubber boy named Monkey D. Luffy. What does the D stand for? No one fucking knows after 24 <laughs> goddamn years. <laughs> Nobody is upset. Uh, and there are multiple people with the middle initial D. There is initial D. Initial transfigured D law. <laughs> like apparently D is like destruction of the like prophesized to be like the end of the fucking government or some fucking shit. It is a wild lore show. Like it is because it's got 24 years of fucking story. And Over 900 episodes. Yeah. And where are you in that 900? After the shark people is <laughs> I was telling someone about it. They're like, oh, yeah, I like One Piece. It's still going on. And then they're telling me how many episodes and how many seasons there are. And I'm just like, there's so much anime to watch out there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't it was almost a turn off. I was like, this show is still going. It's like there's still <laughs> like I really like One Piece. Like I liked it, but I, I don't I don't really would like want to watch the rest of it at least right now <laughs> yeah, i no, want to be like more settled down where i'm just like okay i'm ready to binge this for however long so i could actually be caught up i feel the same way about dragon ball z there's like hardcore dragon ball z fans that are just like oh it's the best it's the best and i'm just like that's been going on for such a long time and i started here i'm here like i've been all the way caught up and present with like my hero academia like that's a show that i really like even though that's like that's i think the biggest anime that's come forth not not really of all shonen stuff but like i feel like it's like oh like you watch my hero academia you're into like trendy things i'm just like no like i really like hiroshima and all all the extra characters that go on no i know the terminology it's called shonen anime yes uh yeah and and i've watched a few others um but that's that's kind of what i'm on now i'm trying to finish reborn which is a 
an anime about Italian mafia in Japan. Hitman Reborn! You've seen it? Oh my gosh, not enough people know about this show. I've watched, I've probably watched that show three times through. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still getting through it first time. The only thing I don't like is the show never finished, and that's a lot of problems with anime, so if it it doesn't make enough money... The manga man will still continue, but the anime sometimes won't make it all the way through. Oh, okay. Where mm. it ends is a good point, but there's more that I, as somebody who doesn't always read the manga, want a visualization of. Right. Yeah. And and the monetization is based off the, the Japanese demographic. Mm-hmm. They, they, they really... Um, they don't give a shit about anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't do well in Japan, you're, you're not getting a second season. Yeah. yeah it's unfortunate because there are quite a few shows that like, they're like, oh yeah, you only get the one season... Because Japan was, that's the only cool, like, it was the only thing that they did. But, like, look at Latin America, uh, South America, uh, America, America, (laughs) uh, and India. India has a very huge population of, uh, of anime watchers and, like, these are huge, huge demographics. Like, either one of these demographics is by far larger than the Japanese one. But, like, even still, they're like, I don't give a shit. Well, technically, it's not made for them. It's made in Japanese for the Japanese yeah. population. That's true. Yeah. Apparently, Russia's big into anime. Yeah. I mean, not I, just for the memes. Yeah, not, not just, just for, for the memes. memes. Oh. They're legitimately in it to win it with anime. Yeah. I wonder what they watch. Uh, Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny, like... Uh, <laughs> There was a, I think we talked, talked about it a little bit like before the podcast last, last, uh, last time, but like the Japanese anime subreddit was having a, a feud over King of the Hill. Oh, I did hear about this. I don't, I don't remember why, but I remember King of the Hill is like a topic of argument in Japan. And I, for some reason they love that show. Well, okay. So what was, uh, what was the argument, Mason? They were, uh, they were arguing whether the Japanese sub or dub of the show was better. So it would be oh, like the, how we do. Yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> so but, like but for King of the Hill, but for King of the Hill. So they're like, well, it'd be like Bobby. I'll sell propane and propane accessories instead of it. would be like Bobby son or Bobby, Baka, Bobby, 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 don't know. <laughs> Bobby, don't know. None this guy. Wagara no propane to propane accessory. How do you say don't touch my purse? I don't know you in Japanese. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going with the Japanese dub. <laughs> but like, there's also a, ju- a dub uh, that is like, there are like parts of it that does like the Japanglish. Oh, um, the, the English. Yeah, the English. The where the Japanese person speaks like the, the English. The, the JoJo. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. How? How do they translate Boomhauer like they do with the white hair? That's just like like Texas gibberish. I, I would um, assume. Boomhauer. I would assume he speaks more like country, like like um like a farm or a rural area, like a Kansai dialect or something else. Almost like Kansai. Yeah. I would I would even go as far to say um like a drunk Kansai, a drunk Osaka or Hokkaido dialect, something like that. Because because uh, if because if you watch like Food Wars, uh, Megumi's accent, oh. Uh, think, oh, yeah. think of that. <laughs> Do you watch Food Wars, Justin? No, I have a thing about watching shows about food. It makes me hungrier and I don't I well, need to I need well, to like be eating something. Well, yeah, the, well, that's one reason I also haven't watched finished One Piece is because Sanji, the way he cooks fish makes me like, damn it. I want sh- sushi now. Mm. I want to go. And sushi's freaking expensive. Yeah. 
Especially during COVID. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can um, grab some food while you watch it. <laughs> yes, but it has to be like the same thing. It's the like, same. I can't watch Guy Fieri oh, either oh, because man. it's just like Town? he can't see, but see that's he doesn't have any very good descriptors. He's like, oh, man, like this, the the cheese and then the, the melt. It's just excellent. I'm just like, you're not describing anything. See, that's and if you watch Food Wars, you will only get descriptions. Yeah. Ooh, the umami and the sweet have mixed together to make a tongue. I just like I'm back on the farmhouse and then their claws will explode into chickens. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. He, because he studied feel- the layers of gastronomy, gastronomy, he was able to fuse the atoms of the food together and create I such like a I've burst of flavor. Show already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you saying, Mason? The way that they uh, describe uh, the deliciousness of things instead of people like just like, oh my God, it's so good. Oh, this is so delicious. And yada, yada, yada. Being an anime <laughs> and manga, they uh, capitalize on the visual uh, visualization of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, clothes will uh, explode and you don't see anything. Well, you do see some of it. Uh, not, some that's not censored. It's censored. It's censored. It's very tastefully censored. There, there's uh, suddenly a gleam of light blocking your view. Yeah. Is or that like just the American version? That's all versions. Oh, it's all versions. Oh, yeah, there's, okay, there's, yeah. there's no in- version like that. Yeah, we'll talk about other anime <laughs> that's a different on, our, podcast, on our right? different podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> anime at night. Anime at night. <laughs> anime after dark. Yeah, it doesn't have the American censorship like where Sanji in the Japanese version smokes a cigarette, but in the mm. American version he eats a lollipop. In Food Wars they take off the clothes, but then there's the tasteful light that blocks anything that is considered um, erotic in nature, so yeah. they just yeah. try to make sure that doesn't happen. Or uh, 20 plus. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, then they'll like have like whatever they were describing in their head that made them think about this, like uh, like example for Megami because we were talking about her earlier. Like the one time they call her the food spirit, or like everybody has like a different descriptor for this one dish that she makes. A bunch of tiny little Megamines just like running around inside the background, and like they're like, oh well, now you see what they see. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. It literally the entire show ended. It's fourth season. Like it's completely done. Fifth. Fifth, oh yeah, fifth plate. Um, it just completely ended. Yeah, the, se- the, se- the seasons are counted in plates. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like yeah. Courses. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, um, and also touching upon uh, your first show being Avatar, it was a, uh, it was designed to be modeled after an anime. Like the guy mm-hmm. who did it, like was like, this is going to be as close to an anime that a fucking American could fucking make. That's a very good gateway drug show for anime, I guess. Anime is a drug, man. Anime is a drug. I, just a side note, and it makes me very sad, um, that the, the original creators from Avatar won't be doing the live action. They literally left it because they said Netflix sucks so much they don't want to work on it. Because they want to age up the characters and have them have sex. They want them to be like, oh, you're 18? Katar, you're fucking Zuko now. What? That's that's not what we happens. That. Exactly. That's not how Tenzin becomes. <laughs> you are not the Tenzin I know. Yeah. Okay, now we already know the, what the rest of the segment is going to be. I don't ship Zutara at all. I'm sorry. The, I, was, no. I sit on this side of the table. I, I, I sit on the idea. canon side of this, ha- of yeah, this house. Yeah, we are on yes. the canon side. Oh, we are? Okay, yeah, good. Zach doesn't care. <laughs> Even though, look at Angtara um, is better. We just can go with that. What yeah. about Angtara? I thought it was always Katang, like Katarin, like Katang. Like that works, that works for me too, Katang. <laughs> Katang. Really quick, we're going to take a short break. So this is your time as the listener to grab a drink, grab a snack, use the restroom, whatever you need to do. We're going to be taking a short break. We'll see you in a bit.
Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed some water. We were just now finished talking with Justin to get to know him a little bit better, and now we're going to get into the meat of today's topic. Zach, why don't you start us off today? All right, so I got some potatoes for you guys. Uh, I think me personally, I started anime, right? Toonami. Toonami is a big one. But they, what was the main source of Toonami's show run? It was... Shonen. It was Shonen. Maybe they'll sprinkle in a couple of other things. And I don't think it was until I got to college, right? Because we're talking about how anime has influenced us as we've gotten older. And I'm going to talk about one show that I think was the first time I really teared up over a show. Your Lie in April. Oh, my God. And Justin, I don't know if you know, Your Lie in April is a musical anime. Oh, my gosh. It focuses on uh, a young high school student who was a piano prodigy as a young child. His mother fell ill and he lost his ability to play the piano. And he meets a young girl who's a young and upcoming violinist. And it's their relationship and his relationship with music and his mother. The last three episodes, I think my roommates were concerned for me because I was just <laughs> I was in tears at the last like three. I was like, why is this doing it to me? Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to front. I 100 percent cried watching that anime. I as well. I was also angry. I w- there was a lot of emotions. There, there was the, the full spectrum of emotion. So many. And I just I because I remember the the upsurge of You Were Lying in April and how mm-hmm. everybody, everybody in the anime community was just like, yo, have you seen this? Our friend Colin could not go like two minutes without talking about the show or playing <laughs> the music. Granted, the intro to the, to the show is one of the best of all time, in my opinion, but the man could not stop talking about it. And then like he watched the, fir- the final episode before us and then he's like, we're done talking about this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It was it was this gradual transition of I'd never seen or cared to look at a slice of life because I consider that a slice of life, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a slice of life. Yeah. It's a slice of life. Slice of life. I mean, uh, the only other one w- was Golden Time, and I think I only got through the first. Yeah, just <laughs> that show is ridiculous in and of itself. Golden Time. Golden. You know Golden Time? No. Okay. It sounds uh, like a James Bond movie, but I know it's probably not that. No, it's 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 this dude with amnesia meets this girl, and this girl likes his new friend he just met in college and it's their weird wacky antics together that's like where you start getting the the love triangles and mm. um I, yeah it's i only got to the first half of that i actually went back and watched it recently that was it seven out of ten i don't know i really liked it the ending was kind of cheesy but whatever yeah. but like i've gone now and i really love slice of life anime like they there's an emotional reaction that i kind of didn't realize as a kid i mean even like like in naruto shippuden the death of jiraiya spoiler alert mm-hmm. y'all should have seen this by now this is like 10 years later mm-hmm. um, what's naruto <laughs> naruto <laughs> like, i really have to agree with what what zach is saying just seeing that uh, first different anime and getting you into a different genre can be that changing to what what you're into. For me, how I got into slice of life anime is I watched um, Boku no Inaimachi, which is Erased. Oh I, my god! I, I, I yeah. couldn't sit still in that show. I, could, I I think I watched half the first season. And I was like, I, I can't do it. Yeah. Do you know about Erased, Justin? No. Okay. <laughs> So, Buckle okay. the fuck up. Buckle. This is going to be fun. Okay. Justin's going to be okay. writing so, these down. Yeah. Like, so, so this anime right here, yeah, feel free to write this down. Um, it's called... <laughs> Take notes. Take notes. <laughs> so this anime is about a, a guy who has his memory taken away from him. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> They've been erased. Roll credits. 
And you basically get to see this whole guy's life from the perspective of people who have been a part of a murder conspiracy. And the entire time, he's trying to figure out a way to save the victim or figure it out and punish the person who did it. Is he voiced by Matt Damon? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds a lot like the Jason Bourne Chronicles. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. (laughs) You forgot the added supernatural effect. Yeah, the, oh. there's supernatural stuff. I'm also like kind of blanking out on it. Doesn't he also take control of his of his past child's self with yeah. adult memories? Yes. Yeah, he has the what? power of it's, it's. He calls it rewind. I think. Yeah, it's rewind. He yeah. can, rewind. he can effectively time travel? Question mark. It's, I'm uh, actually intrigued now. To you watch. should okay. you should um, watch it. Erased. Have you ever played yeah, uh, Ocarina of Time? Yes. So you know how like if doing something as a child will affect uh how things affect the adults so like you plant a mm-hmm. seed um it'll grow a tree mm-hmm. he's trying to do that but with murder like oh. trying to stop murder all right i found this one evidence now i could jump back over here and figure out like did you do this and remember this as a job i don't remember shit because yeah. i was five <laughs> is it anything like uh the am the any flash series where he's just like oh no this season i messed something up i'm gonna go back and change it not that no. i keep up with that show but it just seems like it's that's it's, what it is now it's not it, it's really him as an adult uh, has perceived this whole timeline already and then he is in a coma and then goes back in time somehow and it's like oh wait yeah that's the that's the person who was murdered oh wait i know that person oh wait i'm very close with this person now and they they gradually go um get closer and closer and then uh, he figures out a way to save the person. Oh, so yeah, and I don't want to say too much because uh, it, it's a roller coaster. It, but once you once everything comes to fruition, you're just like, what? Is it's really any, good. The murder show. Is there any moment where he just like he doesn't see this as his own identity? He's just like, what am I watching? And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm a detective that travels through time, and then is trying to figure and, out my own past. Or does he like not per se? But not like, per se. Like, he, he's like a normal dude. He's he's a pizza delivery guy, frankly. Oh, so. yeah. He's not a detective, but he's trying to be a de- like not. He's trying to solve the mystery of his childhood, which has somehow affected his adult life. Yeah. Um. And in the first episode, it kind of the the like how it's affecting his life happens, and then he gets shot back to the past, uh-huh. and then he has to figure out what he repressed as a kid because yeah. something happened in his past. We're, and we're all talking around certain topics because we we really, if you do want to watch this, we really want you to experience it naturally. Doesn't it also have a live action? Yes, it's like it's got decent. a live action. It has a live action. Live uh-huh. action. Yeah. Is it made by Netflix? No. I Dear don't know. God, no. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Um, but I've seen it. Is it I like the live is action. Is it like a, a good live action? I liked like, it. There, there's like Kami, Kamiya-sama, uh, yeah. that live Kaguya action. Kaguya-sama. Love is War. That one, like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I just, the president, I, don't, I just couldn't deal with him. And then there was the, the whole prison school thing, which is fucking, I, what the fuck? And then there was the Attack on Titan live action, which like, what are you? I thought you that even was a thinking? live show that they did. No, it was like a, a movie. It was like three movies they did. There's three movies. They did a Full Metal There's Alchemist three. Uh, live action. Yeah. 
And those like, are and those are much better than the Attack on Titan live actions. Basically, there were there was just like three movies that were supposed to follow the canon storyline, but it didn't. For some reason, Mikasa's character was in love with the Levi character representative. All these characters were vaguely represented in this story, and it just was not what any of the fans were looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change a few things. Store brand <laughs> fucking so. Can you guys think of any, like, um, anime specifically that, that influence your uh, taste in, in genre? Mason or Justin? Well, obviously, much like Zach, uh, Naruto and, like, the search of emotions of certain episodes of that have happened. I grew up watching a lot of, like, comic book shows, so like X-Men and, like, Batman Beyond. I still love Batman Beyond. Um, but, like, that got me into anime, so, like, then Toonami showed up, and then Naruto, and then Bleach, and then would watch any Asha and Sailor Moon with my sister. But I don't think like I have like a vivid memory until uh, of watching anime until like, as we talked about last week, uh, D- uh, Devil May Cry. Um, that one got me like, oh, wow, this can be like visually stunning. But like for some reason, the only show I can think of off the top of my head that like elicited a very, very strong reaction other than uh, Familiar Zero, because we talked about that, was uh, Toradora. Um, mm. t- uh, Palm Top. Uh, and, and what is Toradora? Toradora is a slice of life sort of kind of yeah, rom com. Slice of life, slice of life rom com. And the main character, the main male and female character, uh, are trying to hook up their best friends with the other person. Like, hey, the girl's in love with the main guy's character's best friend, and the uh, and he, and the main male character is in love with the female lead's best friend. And like, it's just like they're trying to constantly set each other up, and nothing ever works. And then this bond deepens and grows. Some wacky scenarios, like she's a tiny, like feisty little tsundere. Yeah, but like a I don't know. Like Isn't the her- amount of emotions that has drawn from that show. I was like, okay, now I need to kind of watch Slice of Life animes when I'm like any kind of mood. Like there are different episodes where like happy moods, sad moods. I just want to fucking cry. And then like I have a, <laughs> I have a list of shows and specific episodes and parts like saved on my computer somewhere or I just memorized it. Like, all right, if I need to cry, I just watch this episode at this point for that and that and that. And that. a lot of those come from uh, the Slice of Life shows, actually. So okay. like it's a very I don't th- want to say like underrepresented. People don't realize like, oh, it's a Slice of Life show. Like what? It's like fucking like Orn High or some shit like that. Like a, yeah. Not Orn, like... Around high, st- uh, high school host club? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's something that people, I want to say brush off is like the better way of saying it. Because like, I was like, okay, it's a slice of life show. Like, it's just this dude living his life. But like, I didn't realize the amount of emotions that would connect to me on a very deep level because it's the most... It's the median that could connect to me easier than like, oh, you're a fucking ninja. You're going to fucking bl- uh, dis- destroy demons or like mm-hmm. slice people up with swords and stuff like that. I'm like, OK, that's cool. I can fantasize about that. But I don't emotionally and physically connect to it as much as a slice of life show. Yeah. Justin, have you had any experience with slice of life animes? Yes. I I, I don't know if it super counts. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's like a show or like a movie. Yeah. There is actually something that came out recently on Netflix. I, I didn't even know about it. My uh, girlfriend wanted to watch it. And uh, it's something like By the Whiskers or something like that. It's a new anime on Netflix. And it's basically about this girl who has a crush on someone. And it kind of starts a little bit further into the story. And then there's kind of um, uh, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is she basically talks to like this cat god spirit thing and gets a mask that turns her into a cat. And so when she turns into a 
a cat she can spy on this crush of hers and this boy that she really likes really likes this cat a whole lot and so she gets to kind of see his life and kind of see his struggles mm-hmm. and uh things like that there's uh there's a couple lines that she crosses where she can't really separate the cat life from her human life mm-hmm. and the whole climax of it is just like she's like i don't want to and they even say it in like the netflix description they're like she's like i just don't want to be human anymore like my human life sucks you know and and then there's a lot of like dramatic things like there's um you know getting used to uh like having like a stepmom and like there's actually a part where they like start like slapping each other and it's like whoa there's no there's no fights in this movie like what it's so random obviously like there's her her crush the person that she's kind of secretly stalking as this boy's cat the boy really like likes and says like oh i love you and then the the girl character she's just like oh he loves me like telling her friends about it and her friends are like what like you're stupid he doesn't even talk to you as a human she's very annoying as a human she's very annoying but like as a cat she's like oh she's like a cat you know she's just (laughs) yeah cats are already annoying (laughs) (laughs) words of a dog person i mean Uh, we all know that that one that one kid that tried to like i'm an animal i'm 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 like pikachu i'm like something you know on on the playground she's very much this i think Uh, it's like the same naruto runners across the campus yeah that was me shut up (laughs) actually (laughs) me too some of them were not the same as the naruto runners and i have a story about that which i'll say after the podcast (laughs) oh my but i would definitely count that as a slice of life yeah oh definitely you know each shows will always have different elements to them it has a little bit of supernatural in it with the 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 cat god and the the transforming mask but absolutely um i think comedy is a big one that's influenced me slice of life shows have really good comedy to them like off off kilter characters or one-off lines um can you give an example dude tanaka kun is listless (laughs) that one i watched that show i was like i was like what's this about it's literally about a dude that just has zero effort zero want to do anything it literally it's the seinfeld of animes because it has no point to it but you're just so invested in this character and his ability to just sit there and be like i want to take a nap and then everything happens around him but he's the main character i think he's more about the the focal point of the show yes you're fixated on what this character is but like you're kind of want to pay attention to the background a lot more in that show yeah he he takes the back seat as the main character weirdly interesting so justin would you say that watching that movie has broadened your spectrum of anime like would you get into more slice of life-esque oh definitely i just think that i i don't know i i kind of compare them to like say like a like a tv drama there's like anime tv drama they have like a lot of relationship stuff that they do some of it's random it it might be rom-com i'm actually really big into rom-coms like new girl and you know stuff like yeah, that um, the best. So, yeah yeah thank you seriously <laughs> and schmidt i like when they go back to schmidt but anyway that's a different podcast right <laughs> um yes but yeah i i think that's definitely one of them i know there's like different movies that i can't remember all the names of because there's just so many different movies there, there, where there's a lot yeah that like you know like there's a lot of it's not just like oh like i'm charging up for this crazy fight scene it's like there's actual depth and actual feeling from it one scene that that i really like and i was just so obsessed with it like i had to rewatch it 10 times it was in my hero academia the um just the whole sequence of him fighting all for one and then you have not only is that a crazy fight scene but it goes to the ask the perspective of the people everyone in that square is just 
just, what is going on? Their eyes are like onto the screen, their jaws drop, they're speechless. This is like the, the symbol of their hope, the symbol of like, that like just keeps their society going and like gives them hope. And they're just like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? They've never seen him in this weakest form. So you see this, you see All Might as a human finally, but then you see everyone else. It's just like, there's like a string about to be cut, you know, by like all for one. And they're like, what the heck is going on? And then, you know, then you have like the people that are aspiring to be heroes watching this. And then that's mm -hmm. where you bring in like Deku and, uh, um, Deku is Hizuku and Bakugo and then they're just like you know the rivals but they're both looking up to All Might and then they have like the where they're like no don't stop get up and they scream All Might together and it's just like I was literally like tears were running down my face I was like <laughs> like 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 the whole time I was watching this because it was I was so blown away because it's just like that's that's their everything that's you know like it's it's not just like oh there it's going to be the loss of a character and it's like oh so sad he's missing this is literally everything that their society that their culture revolves around but you can see specifically be, between Bakugo and um you know Midoriya that it's like this is this is like their main person this is their mentor and obviously like you can't have a, a power up fighting anime without like someone that mentors just this startup prodigy of a anime character yeah you know there's always that but then this aspect it, it takes it deeper that this this is like something that makes a way deeper connection with them that who they feel they are as heroes they're like mm -hmm. they have to live up to him so like no don't stop now like everyone's counting on you and so i and i watch it over and over and i like i still cry at it and like even like where the flame like eventually goes out and he's like retired i'm retired now all for one is done and and it's just like even after that, we're just like not really numb with emotion, but you're still kind of writing that like, oh, OK, we're trying to lighten up. But I'm still like my heart is still in my stomach. And then that's when he is doing like the news thing. And he's like, it's it's your turn next. And society is like, whoa, yeah, we're next. <laughs> like, you know, this, this is cool because we're superheroes, too. And it's being inspiring. And then Deku's just like, <gasps> you know, like does that thing to himself. So as as you were talking, I saw Zach and Mason just have physical reactions i don't know what you're talking about i wasn't thinking about that moment when he did the united states of smash and used <laughs> threw all of his power into one arm and looked like the man that spent too much time in front of his computer <laughs> goodbye all for one yeah oh, oh man uh, yeah that was um i think that scene and then you're, you're caught up right with my hero yes okay the million mm -hmm. and his fight versus chisaki and his powers don't make the hero the person makes the hero mm -hmm. i think that was a huge moment in that show mm -hmm. um talking about like stepping up and going uh, you know their their phrase is what plus ultra go beyond and i think they do a really good job of re-exemplifying those themes through their characters you know that you have this fun quirky dude that you wouldn't expect to be the number one hero to come out of school and he go and you see why you see what he's willing to put on the line even what would make him a hero he's going to put that on the line to save one person so ultimately after branching out to these uh, all these different genres can we all agree that under the this the title of anime that it is so nuanced and it is mm -hmm. can we all agree that this is a type of art 100 percent. Oh like i don't God, think yeah. I we ever question from the start that. yeah i think uh you go back to the first shows i can think of that i watched bebop trigon um shows in the 90s right and they're yeah. very very simplistic animation uh, movements and then you go to f to 2020 right yeah god of high school yeah the choreography and all of those fights were so fluid and natural and you couldn't you wouldn't how are they animated like that right and i think that just in the 
evolution of anime and its art styles. The the water of free, mm-hmm. the fighting of Demon Slayer and the fire of Demon Slayer, right? Mm-hmm. It was, you know, the the movements of the the maneuver gear in Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. The expansion of animation techniques is an art form in and of itself. Yeah, um, because like I'll say it once uh, I've said it once and I'll say it again, like the way that like free has done water has actually revolutionized every median in the world. I don't care. It's <laughs> like the, the way that they do water is like uh, if you look at like uh, any show today uh, that uses water, they now use the techniques and the engine that they created to use free. And like there are shows like in America like there are fucking like cartoons in America that use that there are some live action things on the CW that have used like the water engine like in like oh they have like a TV show in the background they like drew something up real quick they used the water engine mm-hmm. like the influence of that has astronomical effects throughout the world and everything like there's also like so many different shows like uh like Zach was saying like there's like, Cowboy Bebop and all that stuff there's even a show about a dude uh living alone with his cat uh that has made our friends ball furiously and that uh, it just made me think of that movie that you were talking about like so like it's just like the the median of anime i don't think it's enough uh credit because people are like oh it's not like acted it's not like like people aren't doing it like yeah because they can't always have like these scenarios like how how often is like a dude punching in a giant mech robot punching a moon and then using different galaxies as shurikens like a fucking thing like you're never going to have that live action Garen Logan? Correct. Okay. Uh, but having these shows as like animated, like, so like the only thing that limits them is like their, the person's imagination and their drawing or their computer. Like if you like, if you even look at uh, how uh, the first Marvel movie, so Howard the Duck versus Endgame, where most of that was a lot of CGI, then Howard the Duck was not CGI and very bad, very bad. And they even like have Howard the Duck in like some of the background scenes as Easter eggs. Like you could see like the uh, technology has changed so therefore medians have changed so like it's irresponsible for us to not view different medians differently so like like fucking when tv killed the radio star people were like nothing will ever be uh the better better than radio because i can i can hear i can visualize superman flying with the with the radio show on bbc4 i think not bbc uh, abc4 um then tv came out oh my god i could see him and then they brought in technicolor and then they brought in feature like movies and like silent films and like yeah like all these different things um i realized i went backwards a little bit with silent films but (laughs) it's okay i think that was uh very well said and i think that is a great thing to end on because we are running out of time i would like to thank the listeners for listening to today's episode of the anime enthusiast podcast i am brennan i'm zach mason and i'm justin we'll catch you next time